You're listening to Comedy Central. By the way, do you guys, uh, does anybody here celebrate Sexiest Man Alive? <laughs> Nobody? Oh, okay, well. Anyway, um, they just announced that Paul Rudd is the sexiest man alive. Yes, Paul Rudd. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't blame them. The guy doesn't age. He doesn't, and I've got, I've got nothing against them choosing him, but at the same time, does People Magazine not know Timothy Chalamet? Like, how can anybody win anything of sexiness when Timothy Chalamet exists as a human being? Also, why does it change so often? Wasn't it just Idris Elba? Here's my thing about Sexiest Man Alive, is that like, why does it only last one year? What is happening to these men during this time? (laughs) There's something we need to worry about. Like, you are only the sexiest man alive for one year, and it only lasts for 12 months. There's something weird about that, guys. Like, I would feel more, like, I would trust the brand more if they were like, you're the sexiest man alive, and then it lasts for a while. They're like, you still got it, you still got it. Whoa, a few burgers there, buddy. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, haven't been sleeping. Oh, 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 it's slipping. All right, you're out. Then I would trust it more, you know? And also, why is it always a celebrity? Can I ask you that question, huh? You don't think it's suspicious that the sexiest man alive is always a celebrity? Because you guys haven't seen my neighbor, Bob, as one handsome devil. Roy Wood Jr. How you doing, Roy? What's up, man? How you been? I'm good, man. I'm really good. Nice to yeah, see you again. I'm okay, man. I got on my sweater. Okay. Well, you said that like a threat. No, I'm just, you know, sometimes I feel like a sweater. I don't always do suits. All right. Well, uh, okay. I also wear sweaters sometimes. Well, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to be like you. That's what I was saying. We wear, we're both wearing sweaters. Man, do your news. Well, it's good to have you, Roy. I'm happy to be here. I can tell. All right, let's kick things off with today's headlines. Our first story is about money. It's the world's number one favorite thing to embezzle. And as of now, you need a lot more of it to buy all the stuff you need. The government just released brand new numbers on inflation from October. They're big. America's prices surging more than they have in 30 years, and there doesn't seem to be an end in sight. Unfortunately, the numbers are all moving in the wrong direction. Consumer prices were up by 6.2% in October from the year before. Now, let me walk you through some of the individual items. Look at computers and smart home assistants up more than 8%, televisions up more than 10%, washers and dryers up nearly 15%. We're paying more for energy, we're paying more to heat our homes, we're paying more for our housing, When we go to the grocery store, we're paying more for beef and for eggs, for food, uh, used cars, new cars, trucks as well. The president taking a harder line, saying in a statement, quote, inflation hurts Americans' pocketbooks and reversing this trend is a top priority for me. Yeah, guys, inflation is becoming a real problem. I went to a gas station today and for a gallon of regular, it just said, kill yourself. Now, some critics are saying that America's inflation problems are President Biden's fault. But here's the only issue with that argument. Almost every country in the world is dealing with this issue, which means President Biden is actually screwing up the entire world. 
But whether his policies have contributed to inflation or it was always going to happen when society emerged from the pandemic, this is a big danger to Biden politically because inflation is one of the economic concepts that normal people actually care about. Like, let's be honest, the debt ceiling, the Federal Reserve, derivatives, that's all just shit we pretend to understand. Oh yeah, the debt ceiling, the debt ceiling. But when you hear inflation is rising, you know it means you're about to be a broke bitch. The only good part of inflation is that I I was always jealous of those old guys who would be like, back in my day, you could buy a house with a dollar. It looks like now if inflation gets bad enough, we'll get to be those old guys. Oh yeah? Back in my day, a million dollars could buy a whole lot more than just a haircut. But look, yes, material goods are increasing in price. And that is why, people, it's important to value the things that are always free, like spending time with your family or robbing people. You know, the important things in life, Roy. The thing with inflation, though, man, like, honestly, I think that's why, like, people appreciate hand-me-downs. Like, that's, that's where I came from. It was a hand-me-down culture. So, you know, I ain't really worried about shit going up in price because I always knew that I was going to get my older brother shit. That's I how got, we live. Yo, my older brother right now, I got an older brother, Arthur. He got a Dan Marino jersey, chalk line, throwback, Mitchell and Ness, and I'm going to get that bitch sooner or later. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to tell me that you... Well, good for you, Roy. No, I'm still, I'm still waiting on it, though, man. I'm still waiting on it. I'm going to get that damn jersey, man. Hey, man. I'm t- like... Also, the, the other issue is that, like, honestly, like, $20 don't do what it used to do. So I will give inflation that. I'm not really panicked about inflation, but I will admit that $20 don't do what it used to do. Because I remember back in 93, your mama could drop you off at the mall with $20. You could live at the mall three days. <laughs> and you come back to the house with $6 change. Like, that was a good time. With $20, you could get a Belle Biv DeVoe ticket. You could get a Flintstone push-up. You could get your two pairs of Jordans. You could get your Muggsy Bogues t-shirt and still have money to go see Boys in the Hood at the Midfield Six Cinema right there in Birmingham. You've got a fantastic memory. Oh, yeah. All right, well, let's move on to another big story rippling through Washington. The relationship between Democrats and Republicans in Congress isn't in a great place right now. We all know this, right? Which I guess is what happens when one side nearly gets the other side killed by a Viking. But now, a Republican from Arizona has sent out a tweet, and something tells me it's not gonna make things better. Republican Congressman Paul Gosar of Arizona under fire for posting a photoshopped anime video depicting him attacking and killing Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The video also depicts Gosar's character attacking President Biden. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is calling for the House Ethics Committee and law enforcement to investigate the video. Gosar says in part, the cartoon depicts the symbolic nature of a battle between lawful and unlawful policies and in no way intended to be a targeted attack against Representative Cortez or Mr. Biden. It is a symbolic cartoon. It is not real life. Congressman Gosar cannot fly. I mean, get the f- out of here. It's symbolic. You see, when I put AOC's head on the cartoon, that represents AOC. It's got layers. Just admit you posted the thing for a laugh. Because, look, I'll be honest with you guys. I know we're all supposed to put on our concerned faces and wag our finger at him for threatening violence, but... I don't know about you, it is hard to watch that cartoon and see it as a real threat. I mean, forget flying, look at this dude. Does he look like he could pick up two swords at once? It's clearly a fantasy. On the other hand, though, it's harder to believe that Gosar didn't intend a targeted attack when he supported a targeted attack on January 6th. Like, here's the thing, you can do memes or 
you can plot an insurrection. You can't do both. You gotta pick. And I know it's just a cartoon, but let's not pretend that cartoons can't also influence people. Because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they made it sound really cool to live in a sewer, but let me tell you, the pizza you find down there is terrible. I mean, it's not as bad as Papa John's, but still, you don't wanna eat it. The bigger issue with that story, bro, is that that dude is a dentist. I don't want my dentist making videos. Go learn some teeth shit and make sure that my mouth's straight. That's why these politicians need to just start fighting, man. Like, I was watching a hockey match. They just start fighting at the beginning. Like, there's days in hockey where they just go, you know we fighting today. Yeah, and then they fight. There will be no hockey until we fight. And then they fight. And then they get on with their business. And that's what they need to do. They need to square up, man. I'm gonna be with you in a second. I'm trying to order these last couple of bits of groceries. This price is starting to go up. Wait, what do you, what do you mean? Because of inflation? I guess so. It wasn't as cheap as it was this morning. I guess, like, when you think about it, I guess the gas prices do have a way of, like, kind of trickling down a little bit. Because, like, if, if gas goes up, yeah. then the truck that delivers the goods needs more gas. Uh-huh. So the goods on the truck cost more, which means that everything on the truck Cost more, so uh-huh. that's food. And that's like it's, it's no different with the shutdown. When it, when the toilet tissue, everybody's buying all the toilet tissue. So that's the same thing. that's probably gonna happen. Matter of fact, man, let me go and order some paper towels too, because that's gonna be next. Oh yeah, well, good that's luck with that. I don't think thing. it's gonna be like a big deal, you know. I mean, I hope you're right. I, I don't. I, don't, don't I hope you're right. Order order a few, but you'll, you'll, okay, you'll see. Yeah, they I'm might just... go up, but it's not that okay. bad. Now, uh, Congressman Gosar isn't the only person in the news who might be regretting what they posted on social media. Because there's another story out of Instagram that people are talking about. And it has to do with pet photos, right? We all know that people love posting photos of their pets to Instagram. It's a great way to tell the world, you know how there are millions of identical corgis out there? Well, I own one of them. <laughs> but one account on Instagram recently gave people even more reasons to post their pet photos, and it did not end well. What started as a social media promise from a business just spins out of control. It's a social media campaign that was launched a little bit over a week ago, an Instagram appeal that basically called on people to post a picture of their pet, and if they did so, well, a tree would supposedly be planted. Now, many did answer the, the call, as you say, more than four million people posting a pet in the last seven or eight days. The creator of the post admitted to deleting it after 10 minutes because he did not have the resources to plant that many trees. Ah, man. I actually feel bad for this guy. I mean, we've all been in a position where you try to do something nice and then you overextend yourself, you know? He was like, hey, everybody, post pet photos. I'll plant the trees. Four million people? Shit. I've been in that situation, you know? Like, you agreed to be godparents to your friend's kids, but now, if your friends die, all of a sudden you gotta raise them? I mean, I thought godparent just meant, like, sending them toys on their birthday. <laughs> anyway, if anyone wants some kids, hit me up. Honestly, if I was this dude, I would have just lied. Yeah. I would have just said, I planted the trees. Who's gonna know? Someone calls you out on it, you can just point at any tree and be like, that one? What are they gonna do, check its birth certificate? Yeah, I planted that tree. Yeah, I know it looks old, it's an old tree. You know what old trees are? It's old trees. They come like that, they're grown. And you know what this guy's real mistake was? Was asking for pet pictures. People are gonna do that anyway. People post pet pictures all the time, it's too easy. If you wanna get people engaged but make them work, you gotta ask them for a thing that only few people would respond with. Like, you should say, we'll plant a tree for every nude pic you send of your grandparents. Yeah, you make them earn that tree. Get like five people tops. One grandmother sending them herself. 
I don't have any grandkids, but I want that tree planted. Although, should we really be planting more trees? I mean, with the state of climate change right now, all you're really doing is giving wildfires an all-you-can-eat buffet. In my opinion, we should be starving these fires. That's why I'm launching a new campaign of my own. For every brunch photo you post on Instagram, I will destroy one tree. This one's for you, Mother Earth. No, 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 no. Well, you think it's the wrong way? It was a joke. I'm not gonna actually like No, not... no, 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 no. Out of stock, out of stock. Roy, what's going stock. on? Roy. It's happening, dog. What's happening? It's happening. You just It's happening. What is happening? Bro, you just read the story. There's no more trees. No, the guy... If there's no more trees, then there's no more paper towels. And that means paper towels are going up and I gotta order these paper towels. I'm ordering them right now. No, that's not... Just because there's no... You want some paper towels? No, bro, I don't need Do you want some paper towels? Bro, I don't need... Now, you saw people's fighting over toilet tissue. What you think they're gonna do over paper towels? There's no shortage of paper towels. The guy just couldn't... If there's a shortage of trees, there is a shortage of paper, which means eventually there will be a shortage of ways to wipe your ass. I don't wipe my ass with paper towels, first of all. You will when there's no more toilet tissue. You, you need to calm bro. down. You need to calm down. We're supposed inflation, to be having fun man, here with inflation. We're man. supposed to be having fun with the thing you stressed about. Anyway, let's make like teenagers and move from Instagram to TikTok. There are a lot of things you can learn on TikTok, you know? Uh, how to cook a gourmet meal in 10 seconds, how to harmonize with yourself, what features every other social media company will have in six months. You can learn everything. And one girl learned something that just might have saved her life. Investigators say a hand signal seen on many TikTok videos on social media helped lead to the rescue of a missing 16-year-old girl from North Carolina. Sheriff's deputies in Kentucky say a driver called 911 reporting a girl in a nearby car made these hand gestures to warn she wasn't safe. And you tuck your thumb in and all four fingers over that thumb and back and forth. Incredible, they found the car, arrested this 61-year-old man. He now faces charges including unlawful imprisonment. Man, this is amazing. And it's a good thing about perverts being old men because there was no chance of that 61-year-old man seeing that hand signal and going, yo, 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 that's the thing from TikTok, hype! But this is impressive, man. You just, you just do this and it means you are in danger. The only thing about secret signals is they only work if the right amount of people know about them. Like, I'll be honest, I hadn't heard of this signal before this story, so I'm glad I wasn't the person in the car because if I was in my car, and that girl had driven by me and made that sign, I would have just been like, right on, sister, black power. <laughs> I, for one, am really excited about this because I, I think we've, we're long overdue a hand signal that means you're in danger. You know, we have, we have so many other hand signals for other things. You know, I'm choking, I'm gonna kill you. Can I put my leftover hot dog in your empty Pringles can? So it's like not a... enough. Come on, come on. Roy. Damn. Roy. What's, what's going on, man? I'm preparing for the inflation. I'm getting the paper towels now before the prices get too crazy. Because everybody's going to try and buy all of the shit, bro. What, what are you, you talking about? Hey, man, I, this website is... At, can I get your password real quick for your Amazon? Because this what? Amazon, is they, they sold out. Yeah, but my Amazon is the same as your Amazon. What do you mean, my Amazon? You don't have, like, an African Amazon or something that you use, like a separate... No, why would there be an African Amazon? That's what an Amazon is. No, that's South America. I'm South Africa. That's my bad. You gonna give me your password or not, though? No, I'm not gonna give... Roy, you don't need... Dude, we're doing the jokes. You stressing... Look how much paper towels you got. This is not enough! 
bro, inflation is all around us. I've been thinking about this, man. I've been thinking everything is expanding. It's not just the price of gas and milk and food. Everything's expanding. Tweets are longer. Movies are longer. This show is 45 minutes. The next Spider-Man has three Spider-Man in it. Multiverse. We need enough paper towel to wipe our ass in three different universes. This is not enough. Why are you not wiping enough. your ass with paper towels? What happened to tissue? Because all the toilet tissue been sold out. Okay. Do you want some paper towel? No, Roy, I don't need... Do you want, do you want any paper towel? Roy, relax. This is crazy. Just relax. Oh. I'm just... You're just being crazy right now. All right, finally. Let's talk about working from home. More and more people are working from home. And it definitely has its benefits, right? Uh, there's no commuting. You don't have to share a bathroom. Uh, you can watch your kids grow up into losers right in front of your eyes. But there are drawbacks too. And one of them that a lot of people have noticed during the pandemic is that when you don't actually leave the office at the end of the day, the workday never really ends. Which is why one country has had enough. Portugal is not playing around with work-life balance this morning. The Portuguese parliament has just passed a new labor law making it illegal for employers to contact their employees when they are off the clock. Under this new rule, employers could be penalized for contacting employees after work hours and will be forced to pay for increased expenses as a result of working from home. Things like the employee's gas, even their electricity bill. Wow, Portugal, this is so gangster, making it illegal to contact employees out of work. You realize that means now when your boss calls you during dinner, you can just pick up the phone and be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, sir. Uh, yes, let me put you on a conference call with the police, bitch! <laughs> and this law, this law will have effects beyond Portugal. You understand that? Because if Portugal is gonna be working less, that means they're gonna be producing less. And then that means that the rest of the world isn't going to get as much of, um, they're not gonna, what did they make in Portugal? They're gonna not get as much water dogs? What do they make in Portugal? By the way, this, this really shows you the difference between Portugal and America. Like a labor victory in Portugal and most of Europe is outlawing your boss contacting you after 5 p.m. That's a victory. Meanwhile, in America, a major labor victory is like, now Amazon workers get a choice of plastic or glass bottles to pee in. We did it, guys! What about you, Roy? You don't mind getting the occasional work Roy, what the hell? Roy. Roy, come on, this is crazy, man. No, it's not crazy. It's not crazy. Inflation's serious. We got enough, we got enough. I think we got enough. I think we covered. I think we covered. Oh man, it looks like you bought all the paper towels. I did, that's exactly what I did. Yes, but you that's understand exactly. you're creating inflation because you're panicking no. about inflation. You're buying a lot of things now, which is making more inflation because now you're buying if the I paper. I don't buy it, somebody else who's gonna buy it. Therefore, I have to be the one to buy it so that I have no. it and when everybody else needs it. No, hey, this is hey, hang on a minute. Yeah, man, I can give you three rolls, 80 a pop. You gonna pay it or not? All right, bet. All right, meet me at, meet me at the train station, 40 seconds. Bro, are you selling paper towels now? So you're part of the problem. I'm not part of the problem. You're part of... I got paper towels. No, there's no paper... I can't believe Do you have no... paper towels? No, I didn't think I would need... Okay, well, luckily I know you. Let me just get... Well, let me get one of the... I'll just get one of the top ones then. It's 80. $80 a roll? A sheet. You just said $80 a roll on the phone now. Because he got ahead of the curve. You didn't. 
Yo, this some, all right, all right, when we come back, we're gonna honor America's greatest heroes. You don't wanna miss it, don't go anywhere. Roy, come on, you gotta give me more than one paper towel. No, no, no. Come on. No, no, no. Yo, no, no, no. Roy. No, get back. Get back, get back. Welcome back to The Daily Show. Tomorrow is Veterans Day, when America takes a day to honor those who served in its armed forces. But there's another often forgotten group of Americans who deserve just as much recognition. So today, we at The Daily Show are going to honor them. Every Veterans Day, we honor the brave Americans who served. But it's time we also recognize the almost brave Americans who didn't serve, but want everyone to think they did. That's why this November 10th is almost Veterans Day. You're the man who goes to the grocery store dressed like you're ready to assault Fallujah. You're the man who brings the SEAL Team Six lingo to paintball. Contact! Two tangos on the south ridge. Lay down a suppressing fire. I am black on ammo. What? I said I'm black. Ow, 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 oh my god. Oh god. Ah, you gotta learn the lingo. You've got all the gear you think veterans wear. Wrap around tactical sunglasses, an operator beard you saw in John Krasinski, a patriotic t-shirt with way too many words on it, cargo pants filled with every kind of army knife, even though you only use them to clean out your vape. Hey Alexa, play Expendables 3. And of course, camo, camo. Camo. Camo that you heroically wore to the Capitol on January 6th with your band of brothers, who you bravely turned into the FBI two weeks later. And when you're asked why you never enlisted, you have a good excuse. You know, I would have served, but I'm just not good at following orders. <laughs> we don't care. Nobody cares. 10-4. Ugh. We don't even say that in the military. Roger that. Discipline, dignity, self-awareness. These are all things you don't have, but what you do have is almost Veterans Day, the day your nation thanks you for almost serving. Oh, oh my God, all my shins went. Oh, oh, oh damn it. How? Ugh. Semper Fi, boys. All right, when we come back, Bad Bunny will be joining me right here on the show. So don't go away. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is Grammy Award-winning global superstar, Bad Bunny. He's here to talk about making his acting debut on the Netflix series, Narcos Mexico. Oh, Bad Bunny, welcome to The Daily Show. Thank you, thank you. It's so good to have you here, my dude. This, is, uh, this has been quite the whirlwind for you in life. I, I, I feel like people don't even know how amazing your story is. Even when I was telling it to some of, some of the people I work with, I was saying, yo, did you know that in 2016, Bad Bunny was still working at a grocery store? Yeah. Bagging groceries. That's crazy. Right? And we yeah. fast forward to now, the biggest streaming artist on Spotify, you know, Grammy in the US, Latin Grammys. I mean, 2016, do you pinch yourself sometimes and go like, I, I mean, <laughs> this is life now? 
now uh, sometimes I can't believe it, Jed, you know. But uh, I work for for it. Right. And I'm so grateful with the life we got. And it's crazy for me uh, being here, uh, living my dream, but is is what I wanted, no? 2020 came around. The pandemic shut everything down. Most of us couldn't do most of the work we wanted to do. Bad Bunny comes out, he releases not one, not two, but three <laughs> projects. Like, how are you doing this? And what is your mentality? Why do you work so hard? It's what I love, it's, it's, it's my work and it's my hobby also, you know? Um, in the pandemic, is the only thing that I had to do and to, right, to, right, right. to, to escape from the reality. So it was easy, make music. When, 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 when someone looks at your life, you know, it, it seems like the kind of life where one minute everything changed overnight. But, but it seems like, you know, Bad Bunny that we know was inspired by Benito who grew up in life going, Yeah, of course. You know, I do the things that I want to do. I believe in certain things and I aim for them. And that, that's what got you to where you are today. Beyond just the music you make, what do you think it is about you that makes you so successful? Um, I think that there's a very important um, detail and is that I, I, I'm, I'm the same guy. I'm real, you know, I, I don't want to be like a, like a character. Oh, right, right, right. You yeah. know, for that is Narcos, you know? So in, in my music, it's, it's Benito, it's Bad Bunny, it's Benito. There's no difference mm -hmm. between, between Benito and Bad Bunny. So I think that people can um, feel connectarse, con mi música. So that's the, the key of my, what I think. Like know? they connect to the authenticity in your music. Yeah. They feel who yeah. you are. And, they feel and, me, they right. feel my feeling, they feel my, what I'm saying. And is is my magic what I think. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's the fact that you're not just real but you're not afraid of being real. And and even in your music, in your style, we've seen so much of that. Like you've broken the idea of what machismo even is, you yeah. know? Bad Bunny comes out as like, yo, I'll paint my nails, I'll wear whatever fashion I wanna wear, I'll I'll break and make trends. You know, the way, the way you've treated women, the way you've spoken about women, the way you've, you've spoken about people from the LGBTQ community, whether it's gay, trans, whatever. Bad Bunny goes like, hey man, these are my views and this is my music. And I think it's broken a lot of what people think music should or wouldn't be. Like, where did that come from? Yeah, especially from, from my music, from my journey. The reggaeton, uh, it's like rap, hip hop. It's so machista, so yeah. like you said. Um, I'm just trying to... to Unify, you know, every people, like every person, every, every, everybody can uh, feel comfortable with my music, definitely, with my, with my videos, can feel com comfortable in, in the concerts, you know, like create a space when, uh, where everyone can feel comfortable I love with that, that music. It's, it's, it's what, I, what I try. You've won Latin Grammys, and you won an American Grammy, you know, the Gringo Grammy. The Gringo Grammy. Right. <laughs> right. And you didn't change anything. No. What do you think it is about your music that is able to cross the boundaries of language that people thought would stop an artist like you becoming successful? I think it's what I, what I told you, that people can feel me, you know, and if, if 
I'm Latino. Yeah. I'm Puerto Rican. Yo soy de Puerto Rico. Uh -huh. People can feel that, you know, and no, no, no matter where, where you are, no importa donde tú seas, vas a sentirlo como que... Why I, why I have to change, you know? I know exactly what you mean, yeah. It, you, um, you don't, puñeta, no sé cómo decirlo esto, como que nadie le pide a, a un artista gringo que cambie, like, you know, no one's asked to a gringo so artist, switch over the you other have way. to change to, right, right, right. no, you, you, yeah. people love your music, Because and it has traveled yeah, in English. And yeah, it's like, yeah, now yeah, Bad Bunny's so doing it the other way around. This is who I am, this is my music, this is my culture. If you don't like it, don't listen to me. If you like it, you know. You also do what you love. I think that's, that's one of the things I admire about you. You work hard, you speak out, and you, you show up for the causes that you believe in. And then you take three months off making music <laughs> to go and prepare to be a wrestler in the WWE. <laughs> Talk me through that process. How do you go from making music to going, no, I'm going to go and I'm going to fight in the WWE? <laughs> and you train for real, by the way. This is real training. Yeah, real training. Work hard. Yeah. I always been a wrestling fan. Wrestling fan. Uh, I, Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Uh, I have a couple. You okay, know, okay. Triple H, Undertaker. All right. Um, but also I... Uh, has been collaborating with with Russell in my videos like Stone Cold, Ric Flair. Got it, uh, got, it got it. So I think that they start to to to, to watch they that and say who who this guy that <laughs> is working with, you know. Um, and the end they they make me the invitation, and I say, like, they ask me like, what you gonna do? And I said, like, I, I want to fight. That's I wanna, crazy. When I go to, yeah, they, That's are crazy. you sure? Are you sure? They, they, I said, no, I want to. I want to. I'm going to do whatever I have to do, you know. So Did like, you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah, it was hard, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, the, the whole process because um, I think that lo necesitaba. I needed, you know, because yeah. with, with the pandemic and yeah, with all yeah, stuff because yeah. I I um I dropped three albums but uh I don't no estaba haciendo concierto you know don uh, I don't was yeah no performances no, no performances, performances of the know. concerts you weren't doing you weren't so, feeling the crowd yeah, you weren't getting that energy I wanted something you know adrenalina adrenaline, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah before I let you go I want to talk about the next journey in in Benito's uh, life You know, you've, you, you've really dominated music and it's really beautiful to see what you've done. Thank you. Um, acting is the next foray. We saw the clip, Narcos Mexico, one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh yeah? Yeah, I'm trying to learn Spanish because I want to watch oh, the shows hey, without the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. That's me, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and so, and so we see you in Narcos, we know, I mean, you in a movie with Brad Pitt. I mean, this is, you know. That's crazy. Are you, are you enjoying the acting journey? And is, is, this, is, this, a, is this a new challenge for you? It's is a it, new challenge. Yeah? Yeah, it is. Um, I always like it to, to act, and now I, uh, I got the opportunity. So I'm so glad. Um, I'm enjoying the, the, this process. I enjoy the music. Um, is It's different, but have a lot of things in common, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Work hard, be right. responsible, you know, focus, 
uh, respect the others, you know, it's, it's the same. So it, it's great, it's great. Uh, not just Narcos, but you have inspired me. I'm, I'm learning Spanish with, with my team. And then next, next time you come on the show, I'm gonna do the interview in Spanish and then we'll see how good I am. We'll flip things around. Voy a ti, voy a ti. Yeah? We'll <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll Thank you so much for being here, man. I Thank appreciate you. you. All right, Narcos Mexico is available right now on Netflix. You know where you can find the music. It's on Spotify, people. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. Well, that's our show for tonight. But before we go, Thanksgiving is one of the busiest times for the Feeding America network of food banks and meal programs. If you would like to support them in their mission to bring nourishing food to people in need, then please donate at the link below and help make the holidays brighter for your neighbors. Until tomorrow, stay safe out there, get your vaccine, and remember, milk is $4 a gallon right now, which might seem expensive, but look at it this way. Now it's $6. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. You now have in Africa, like, people who support, like, these tyrants and stuff who support, like, Trump and his policies, which is really weird. They call them banana Republicans. around here. That was a brilliant joke. If someone was playing a guitar next to me, that shit would be flames right now. <laughs> no, hardest to sell jokes by yourself? She. I'm be f-ing crushing it right now. You know what we should do? We're gonna do for one of them? We're gonna, I'm gonna start an in-house band, but then it's just gonna be like African instruments because they're terrible for comedy. Because <laughs> like all the all like band instruments, like the bass and it's like, you know what I mean? And piano, bling, 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 bling. Those are like all white people instruments. They work for comedy. It's like you tell a joke and it's like bling, 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 bling. And then you tell another joke and it's like bling, 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 bling. And then I'm gonna tell a joke and it's gonna be like It's like, ah, man, I should have thought twice before bringing my African band. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.